in a time when people are not confident in the stock market and not confident in the monetary system, they move their money to collectible, which always happens. This has been great for us. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Baloo, and boy, do we have an amazing guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is a dear friend of mine. He's been a client of mine. He runs one of the most unique companies in Canada, if not North America and the world. This gentleman is truly a thought leader, and he's built himself a very powerful niche business that is growing and poised for even greater growth. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one. The only, the legendary Ryan Lewis of Autograph Authentic. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Hey, Nikki. Good to have you here, my brother. So I can Great see to be from here. your background that you're not in cold Canada, but you're in sunny Florida. I'm a little bit jealous, man. The land of the free. The land of the free. Amen. Amen. So, Ryan, this show is for people who are in business. This show is dedicated to freedom, free expression, and free enterprise. And we bring guests on here who embody that, like yourself. And people who listen to this show tend to be entrepreneurs. They want to learn from you. They want to learn your lessons and see how they can apply them to their own situation so they can become more successful. They can live life as the best version of themselves. Before they can do that, though, man, they got to get to know you. They got to know your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Ryan Lewis? Okay, well, if we go back to when I was a young boy, I always wanted to uh, kind of make my own money. Back to even when I was five years old and collecting cans to 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 sell to, to sell for um, or to exchange for for the money, so I could buy Lego sets or or giving drinks to my uh, grandfather's poker tables, so I could collect tips at five and six years old. I guess since I was a little boy. Um, grew up i'm lucky i'm blessed i come from a great family my dad was a he's now a retired principal so i learned uh, a lot from him and he's also a, an athlete like myself like do a lot of sports and my mom's been an entrepreneur all her life so i learned the entrepreneurship and working hard from, from watching my mom work and raise four of us running super successful businesses from home i um at a young age at 12 and 13 and 14 years old i had my own little businesses um and then at um, 14, 15, my uncle started um, the sport memorabilia business. He was actually a pioneer in the industry. Uh, for those of you from Ontario, Toronto, remember the Blue Jays winning the World Series. You would have seen signings across Ontario with Pat Borders and Joe Cardo or Roberto Alomar, John Olerud. That was my uncle running those signings across Ontario. And I was helping as a kid. I was helping as a teenager do this. Uh, we ran card shows and sports shows in malls where I I'd have my own table. So I'd buy and sell cards and frame posters and frame pictures. And, and, in, in, and in this um, running my own table, I started getting posters and pictures signed, which when we started the autograph idea, kind of was my idea when I was 15, 16. Well, let's sign pictures and frame them. So we went from just running these signings to framing and selling our own signed pictures. And for those of you, many of you are very aware of the 
Sportmobile auction. They're in every hockey arena, baseball arena. You see them in golf tournaments, gala dinners, the Sportmobile charity auctions. We invented this in Timmins with Pat Borders at a golf tournament in 1991. Or no, it was no, he's World Series 92. MVP was a summer of 92 where he, where we had Pat Borders traveling and we had fallen into this by coincidence. We had a golf tournament where they had an auction. They asked us to donate or consign some memorabilia to an event which we had booked Pat Borders to. And by booking, and we had then taken our personal collection and my uncle took his personal collection and donated and consigned it to the auction and donated a percentage of this to the charity. And we sold $20,000 worth of merchandise that night. Well, this is a business. And this was the invention of the turnkey sport memory auction, which is now in every, almost every sports arena in North America and all the golf tournaments and all the gala dinners. This was the invention of this business. So as going through university and high school, I continued to work with my uncle and help my uncle. Eventually became partners with his business. And we had a contract with the Old Timers Hockey Challenge, which is now no longer in existence. And many people will be familiar with it. It was the legends traveling around Canada. And they would play the local police and local firemen in multiple cities, 80 cities a year. And it would be a charity game where we would run the silent auction, the live auction at the after the game, which was for sponsors and the players, and we'd bring keynote celebrities to do the autograph signings on, on the tour. Um, Bobby Hall, Gila Fleur, Johnny Bauer, Gordy Howe, Maurice Richard. We'd bring these people to, the, to do the signings on the concourse while these games are playing in the city. The reason we were able to get this contract is the hockey legends were with the alumni, but the big star names of hockey never worked with the alumni because of the Eagleson scandal. But we had worked with all these stars, bringing them into malls and bringing them into autograph signings for all the years before this tour. So they contact us to bring these stars as the concourse signers. And we said, well, we'll do that if you give us the auctions. And hence, the auction progressed further. And this is how the NHL found, about it, found out about it. And when I was 24, 25, I introduced this concept to the Calgary Flames when we were running the Hockey Legends game at the Saddle Dome in Calgary, some of the corporate staff was there and I said, you should put this at your NHL games. And they thought this was a great idea. And this was where the NHL learned of the Swimmer Billy auction. And I ran it with the Calgary Flames for a few years. And after that, the NHL took the concept, I guess, imitation is the finest form of flattery. But they said, thanks for the idea. We'll do it ourselves. And that happens in business. Right? And we ran auctions for many, many years. The Legends Tour ended in 2012. Um, my uncle had become sick. And I kind of told him to retire and, and, and enjoy the last years of his life. And I'd run the business and I moved the business to a um, different kind of a different aspect where we're now in a position of more of a product producer and a supplier. We supply a lot of stores. We are on websites such as Best Buy and Costco and Hudson Bay. And we partner with McDonald's for the Monopoly um, prizes, the McDonald's Monopoly contest that's run every year. And we still do some auction events. There's a lot of competition in that industry. So I focus us more as a supplier um, we have a great website. We sell very well online through our own channels, eBay, Amazon, um, Unbeatable Sale, some of the more obscure websites that everyone know about. And I, we created our own product line. There's some new things coming out this year to stay tuned. Some really cool things we're going to change the industry with. It's a work in progress. I'll have to release it towards the end of the year or early 2023. Um, many of you might be familiar with the career jersey, which is a concept that's really taken off for us where it's a jersey with all the stats of the players embroidered or manufactured into the jersey with a limited edition number at the bottom, and it's autographed. So, for example, the Bobby Hall, there's only 99 of them. 
signed by Bobby with all his stats on the jersey, numbered on the jersey. My years with the Legends Tour had me develop this concept. I was in 80 cities a year, probably exposed to 200,000 customers face-to-face by going through 80 cities at 80 games, where there's anywhere from five to 20,000 people in a game. So I'm exposed to hundreds of thousands of customers. Customers love the stats. Sports coaches love the stats on the back of a hockey card. Customers love a jersey. It's a flagship product of a player. And customers love to know it's a limited edition. They have one of only 99 that exist. If it's Bobby Hall, they want that number nine of 99. If it's Bobby Orr, who we produce products with, they want that number four of 44. It's considered more valuable. It's the player number. So I put the concept of the career jersey together from my experience with with working face-to-face with customers. You have the stats, the autograph, and the limited edition, and the flagship product of the jersey. Um, and now I've had people who copied it, and when I, people see them online, they call them fake career jerseys. So it's kind of nice that I've developed a brand where they call, you know, you have a real brand when someone calls an imitation of it a fake version. And another project we're into is uh, easels. And many of you are familiar with easels. Nick, you would see them when you go shopping at Loblaws. There's an easel on your, on, uh, in front of the checkout line with some piece. Of, we do native art. We do um, Canadiana. So that's a group of seven. We do Hudson River Company out of New York. We do their art prints as well, integrated with our sport memorabilia. Tom Brady just retired, released a bunch of Tom Brady pieces, which are on easels where people bid by filling in a ballot, or we have our proprietary software. They can scan a QR code or bid by their phone. And this is a project we do with Heart and Stroke across Canada. They're our exclusive charity on the easel program. And in some, in some, in some situations, we use hospitals or our own charity, but it's mostly Heart and Stroke is our, part, our charity partner on this program. We now have um, almost 400 easels across Canada and going. COVID a little vent in that. We were down to 80. We built it back up to 400. And, and then we have a whole phone room and a proprietary software, which emails you and texts you and tells you to collect your bid. And this is a charity program. So we're getting money for charity. We've managed to raise anywhere from, you know, 40 to 60,000 per year for Heart and Stroke running this program. So this has become a successful program. Right. So that's my business career. Um, personally, I'm here in Florida now visiting my parents. I've been in California with my son for a month before this. I put some nice middle management people that lost their good jobs in COVID and I was able to hire some great people. So they run a lot of the business for me back at home in Toronto. And I do a lot of this so I can be free and be in places like Florida. And, and I'm on my way to Costa Rica next week to surf because I'm also a surfer. I've been surfing for 17 years, anything from five foot waves to 30 foot waves. I'm on my first surf adventure for a month next week. And I do a lot of this. I like to do my sports. I like to do surfing. I like to do CrossFit. I like to do uh, skateboard, longboarding, mountain biking. So this businesses uh, allow me you know, to build quite a nice lifestyle where I have a lot of free time to spend with my parents, my family, my friends, my son, and take care of my hobbies and do my hobbies and keep myself sane. And I'm in Florida, the land of the free, not a mask in sight. <laughs> not a mask in sight. God bless you. I tell you what, man, I, uh, I'm a huge fan of Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. I think he's uh, one of the leaders who really got it right over the last couple of years and good for you to be there. Uh, looking forward to visiting Florida very shortly myself. But, you hey, know, there... in... sorry, go ahead. Interrupted. Well, yeah. I said I was in California and Florida, which if you look at the four big states, they're the two that did the best statistically with COVID talking about cases and deaths. Florida did a little bit worse as well, but you have, a, you have an older population here. But I've been, I've been in both. But California is riddled with crime and homeless people and everything's become super expensive. And... And it's not 
the California, it's not the California dream even from the song. It's not what you think it is when no. you get out there. It's a beautiful state. Scenically, it's very beautiful. But, but the cities are a scary place to walk in around at night. And then now being here in Florida, you know, so Florida's become super successful. Places are full. There's very, very few homeless people. Crime is down here. So when you look at a, a comparison, like, I, in my opinion, Florida's done the best overall. They dealt with a, an older age retiree population. And, you know, you're talking a half or 1% different from California. So California might have had slightly less sick per capita, but they've destroyed their economy and destroyed their cities. They're in dire straits. It's not a nice, not a nice place to be in their major cities anymore. San Francisco downtown, I don't even want to go to. There's, for lack of a better explanation, there's feces and human feces and all over the street. And it looks like a post-apocalyptic war scene with homeless people wandering all over the place and tents in front of your favorite restaurants. It's quite crazy over there. You don't see this in Florida. That's the beauty of Florida, man. That's the beauty of Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis is fantastic uh, compared to, you know, Gavin Newsom in Florida, who's a, uh, honestly, a, 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 a corporatist Marxist. You know, that's uh, Mussolini said that the difference uh, that, that fascism, he defined fascism as the marriage of state and corporate interests. And unfortunately, that's happening in California. So these guys may call themselves Democrats, but there's nothing democratic about them. But anyways, this show isn't meant to be a political show. So let's get yeah. back into the business end of things. Yeah. So there's a lot you shared there, and I want to unpack some of it so that we can have it be instructive for our listener. So you got into a business that was an innovative business. That is what branding is all about. And personal branding is all about is you got to have something that stands out and isn't the same as everybody else. Correct. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about your, how you, you and your uncle understood the importance of standing out, understood the importance of, of branding Autograph Authentic in such a way that allowed you to brand yourselves in the business world as well and generate customer loyalty for yourself. So let's get into that for a bit. So when my uncle was running the business, we were more of, of um, it was a different time. It was a pioneer stages of the sport memorabilia industry. So again, branding wasn't as important. And we had the connections with Bobby Hall and Guy Fleur and Bobby Orr and Gordy Howell and Maurice Richard and, and, and these, these legends. And we were one of the only companies doing sport really auction. We were quite, quite hyper-focused on, on the auction part of the industry where, where I believe I, I'm actually a computer science major in university and <laughs> run a lot of my own businesses. So I, I wanted to pull us more into, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if you read his books, he always said, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, put one egg in 10 baskets. And we kind of had all our eggs in one basket. And when I became equal partners with my uncle and, and kind of told him to step up and run the business, I started putting our eggs, one egg in every basket instead of being hyper-focused on the auctions, where I kind of created more of the brand idea that came from me, where I wanted to brand career jerseys. I wanted to sell Mercedes or Ferraris. I didn't want to be, you know, Ford or or Dodge, I wanted to have a more exclusive product, an expensive product. And something like that was, it was where we got into that. And I saw that there were a lot of competitive companies rising, doing sport memorabilia, doing auctions. Like if we'd offer 20% to the charity, well, they'd offer 30. And then we'd offer 35, they'd offer 40. And they get to the point where it became non-viable. And they were happy just to work for pennies where I wanted us to be, you know, you, know, you want less is more concept. And so we had, a, we had access or had access to people such as Bobby Hall, I call him like an uncle and Bobby Orr, I do have a great relationship with and Gila Fleur, a great business relationship with. So I was able to work with 
where these guys can produce our exclusive products, such as the career jerseys. We have lithographs painted by artists that are then signed by the players, which we own exclusivity to. And I took our history of being, you know, we're now the 31st year in business by further branding us saying, you know, we're 30 years in business. We've been here, we've done this. We introduced the concept, the concept of the NHL, the exclusive products. And I put us very, very strong online. I think now we have 10,000, 12,000 on Twitter, six, 7,000 on Facebook, a few thousand on Instagram, where we've got a lot of this, this following there and dedicated customers that come back to us. And, and our hologram and our certificate is knowing if it's from us, it's real. Right. And it's an unfortunate industry where there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of fraud going on in this industry. So some of the people I supply, like I will, there's some people I won't supply certain products to anymore because I, I don't, I don't trust. So it's, it's creating a product and also it's just, it's just hard work and being an industry and getting yourself out there. So we've been around for so long and exposed to so many people and have, affiliations that have the use of names such as McDonald's and Upper Deck. And now it's going to be Costco and Best Buy and Hudson Bay, which is further brands and the legitimacy of your product in this kind of industry. Um, we sell Norvell Morisot's. There's a lot of copies out there. We work on the exclusive Blue, Blue, Blue Seal certificate Norvell Morisot's, which means approved by the family to be sold as limited editions. There's other people in the industry that will, that will not use the proper ones. So again, it's doing it proper. It costs you a little bit more but you do it proper and use the proper licensed products and get them out there and, and it brands you further. And it's an industry where you need to be trusted amongst your collectors. They need to know that autograph is real. They need to know they're getting a licensed product. They need to know that it comes from the proper source. So th I think that's a very important point, right? Like in your industry, it's important to develop trust because as you say, there's it's rampant with fraud. So autograph authentic means you can trust that this is authentic, this is real. It's it's an actual autograph by the sports legend. It's a licensed product approved by, you know, the artistic legend like Norval Morris. So that sort of thing is super, super, super important for someone who's in the game of collecting. Now, I'm a bit of a collector. You know that I collect knives. I collect, you know, sports memorabilia. I, I collect books. And it's very, very important for me that the things that I shell out my hard-earned dollars for are, are nice and give me enjoyment, but they're also real. Like, it's cool for me to be able to say, hey, I got this jersey. This is Bobby Hall's actual autograph. I was at an event with Bobby. He signed it for me. And that event was made possible by my friend Ryan Lewis at Autograph Authentic. And that's, that's very important. Developing trust. People do business with people they know. They like and they trust. And trust, honestly, is is the, the capstone factor of the three of those. Correct. And I also, like, as you know, you're aware, you were with Bobby Hall. Um, I've had, I've been with Gila Fleur. And I had a friend who was quite, quite a sad story, but a nice story. A good friend of mine, his father was on his deathbed and Gila Fleur was his hero. I invited a friend out for dinner and we called his dad and Gila Fleur. Gila Fleur spoke to his dad and built some today. He says that one of his dad's highlight moments of his life. He got to speak with Gila Fleur on the, on the telephone. His father, I think, lived for a couple more months after that. And he was his hockey hero growing up. He's a, a French background I grew up in Timmins and, and just until today, my friend always reminds me of that. But there's things like that. And of course, it's the trust. And we're great with our customers. I had a customer who, big customer, owns a home development company in Toronto. And he bought some Daryl Sittler items from me, brought me over to his house, showed me how he recreated the, the miniature version of the Maple Leaf Gardens in his basement. And he loves Daryl Sittler. So I Daryl Sittler signing at my office. And he came over to meet him and have a talk with him. 
And then I have another customer who buys $10 photos and he's a minimum wage guy and he takes a bus across the city to pick up a $10 photo to save shipping. And when I had Bobby Hall in my office, I said, I invited him to come and see Bobby Hall. So I also treat customers separate. So this for one guy who's a multimillionaire, another guy who, who's a minimum wage earner. I've, I've had all these people meet the players and, and enjoy that experience. Um, as do I do a lot of work with Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall understands this. Bobby Hall is a very grounded individual. I do signings with Bobby Hall. His show asked, how long do you want the stage for? I said, all day until the line is gone. I said, because Bobby will have a conversation with everyone and he doesn't care if you're a millionaire or doesn't care if you're on welfare. He will sit there and give you the time to talk to you because he, he understands how important that is and, and us as a business understand as important that is. So what Autograph Authentic does, I mean, listen, you're my buddy and I love you and I love your business and I want to do business with you. So I do business with you, right? But I also do business with you because I like what you have to offer. And it's 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 creating a form of nostalgia, right? And nostalgia, you know, comes from an ancient Greek word, which, which, which is a little bit about taking your past, your memory of the past and, you know, shining up the good parts of it and dusting away the, the, the not so good parts of it and, and holding it up for yourself in a way that, that, that brings joy and a little bit of almost a twinge of pain to you because those times aren't there anymore. But they come alive for you again in the moment that you are with that piece of memorabilia. And in my opinion, you're in the business of allowing people to, to create nostalgia for themselves, about a better time, about a simpler time, about a time where dreams came true, where the people you cheered for were living life uh, large and, and, and doing heroic things that just touch your heartstrings in a beautiful and powerful way. Nick, you got to record that and use that, use that as a TV commercial. That was great. Well, it is being recorded and you can use it once the podcast comes out. So God bless you. But to, to, to me, Autograph Authentic, what makes it a special company and why I believe Autograph Authentic ought to be all over North America and not just in Ontario and Canada and all that as much as I love Canada. You know, this is an opportunity for people all over to, to have that same experience. And if people understand that and they come to you to do business with you because they know they're going to get that. Wow. Wow. And there's all kinds of ways to create that experience. I mean, people like Bobby Hall and Guy Lafleur and, and Daryl Sittler and those folks doing signings is terrific. Coming up with innovative products, you know, like the career Jersey is absolutely terrific. Coming up with ways to take some of this information and create digital collectibles like nfts i think that's terrific and coming up with ways to have people have bigger experiences because i'll tell you i think that dinner that you put together with bobby hall that i had the privilege of attending that was a highlight moment for me for 2021 i i remember that night i remember the food that was in front of us i remember sitting across from rick belanger and sitting next to the great bobby hall himself and i remember the conversations that we had about life about sports and i just remember leaving that night you know and and i drove i drove a man home i drove hanif home uh that night because hanif wanted to drink a little bit so i said no problem i don't drink i'm happy to drive you home and he didn't even drink that much that's the funny thing he could have driven that night but I remember the conversation we had in the car about how beautiful uh, a time it was, how beautiful a memory it was for everybody to be a part of that. 
And it was an experience we were both going to remember, honestly, for the rest of our lives. And that's the beauty of the branding that you've created. I think if somebody's in 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 uh, the audience listening to this, what they can take away from this is maybe their business, you know, isn't with celebrities and hockey players and football players, but maybe their business is one where they still can create a beautiful, authentic experience. I mean, I'm thinking for myself, we haven't had a live event, you know, in Toronto for two years. So we want to put together a live business event. And I'm telling you, I think having at a live business event, you know, maybe we can do one in the future when you're back in, in, in Canada. If you, if, if you end up coming back in the summer, we can do a big event that's part business, part, uh, part uh, experiential for memorabilia, where we've got like someone like a, I don't know, like a Bobby Hall or some, somebody else doing a bit of a talk. We've got jerseys and things for sale for, for a charity that we team up with. And we have a business event where people are sitting in the room that are business people and we inspire them. That kind of experience, people are going to come in and they're going to go, I'm going to get to connect with my nostalgia over here, but I'm also going to get to connect with, with what's possible for the future. I'm still going to be a forward thinking, future driven person. Like I'm learning this from you just in having this conversation going, wow, what Ryan did so cool. I, since I know him, I'm going to talk to him. Let's see if we can team up and do something like this together. I think it'd be amazing. Yeah, that, that'd be great. I really want to open kind of the event division again, which has been, it was quiet. Um, we focused on some other things before COVID and then COVID, of course, there's no events. And then I've spoken to staff about let's get some events going again. When I, when I was in my early twenties and working with Michael, that's what I did. I was booking two to five auction events a weekend. I would just tag on to events, the golf tournaments, to charity dinners, to the Italian stags in Toronto, where you get a room full of two, 300 men just raising money for the, for the groom. And we do auctions. I would run, I'd run across the Italian banquet halls. I'd do one auction on the microphone, run across the hall, do another one, drive across town, do another one all in the same evening. So there's events like those are smaller events up to this business idea you've talked about. And, and your, your mention of nostalgia and how it parks speak nostalgia. We deal with that a lot because I, I have, you know, friends and younger guys who work for me. Oh, you got to deal with the younger players. We focus more on hockey hall of fame, legend players, uh, multiple reasons. They're, they're retired. So they have the time to do the signings. Um, they're retired and they don't have any blemishes because their career is over. Like things do happen to some of these, these players and these celebrities throughout their careers and their career, something happens and they get the bad press or they get canceled or they do something wrong and, and things happen. Um, but the legends don't and they're established. Sure. It's a different generation, but I have young guys in their twenties will buy the Bobby or flying through the air and they'll say, I wasn't alive. My dad always talks about this, so I want to buy it from my dad. And I remember as a kid, my dad talking about this all the time. It's just nice for me to have to remember, remember that homework gift to my dad. Or I, I have vague memories of being five and six years old and going to a hockey game with my dad and Daryl Sittler was playing. And that's why I want to buy Daryl Sittler because it's a memory of, of, of the earlier times. And I, like you said, they go back to times which were good times in their life. So it does, there's collectors, but it also does bring that memory, that memories back to people. And I sell 1,200 product SKUs and I resell 1,000 SKUs for Upper Deck and I resell 5,000 SKUs for another company. So we can have as many as 10,000 SKUs listed on Amazon. And I'll tell you what sells. It's Bobby Orr, Wayne Gretzky, blue and white and red and white. This is what sells. So it's still that legendary stuff that sells over and over and over again. And it's not, and not necessarily the newer players that sell. It's that legend, it, 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 that, it's not. legend that sells and it sells to all ages. I tell you something, the people that are interested in connecting with nostalgia are folks who are a little older, like me, you know, people who are over 40, I think, that um, 
are looking back a little bit at their youth and trying to recapture it in a way. And that's what has autograph authentic work. Sure, you could have like, I don't know, a Sidney Crosby in there from time to time, but I'll bet Wayne Gretzky outsells Sidney Crosby as great as Sidney Crosby is. You know, that tells him 100 to 1, 200 to 1. Not even, it's not even on the same level. It's not even on the same level. There'll be a time when Sidney Crosby's retired. Well, he'll be the legend. And then the generation of people that are that age, they're going to start buying Sidney Crosby, you know, but he's not there yet. The nostalgia hasn't kicked in. So I think that's what makes it beautiful. And I mean, even, even Tom Brady, I mean, I bought Tom Brady and he hadn't retired at the time yet, but I bought Tom Brady because even though he hadn't retired, he'd been around so long. There was still an element of nostalgia. He here was a man in his forties that was still playing football at a very high level. And for me, that was capturing, Hey, it's still possible. I'm an older guy uh, myself. I'm an older man. And if Tom Brady can play football at 44, 45 years old at a high level, I can still live life at a high level. So buying Tom Brady's jersey for me was a, a, a small way of saying, okay, I, in my own way, can be like Tom and still perform at a high level, even though I'm 54 years old in my life as a podcaster, as a businessman, as a father, you know, as a, as a husband-to-be, et cetera, et cetera. That's the beauty of this. Yeah. Yeah, you have guys like Jaeger and Timu Salani, the same. They played into their mid-40s before they retired. Bobby Hall retired at 40. Yeah. I mean, you, have, yeah you, know, you have these guys that play into that older age, correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And so that, that's a powerful thing. You've created a brand identity for yourself. You found a way to differentiate. You found a way to create relationships with people like the legends to come and work with you and trust you to be someone who will represent their brands powerfully and you built a relationship with your customers in a way that they go yeah this is great i want to i want to buy from these guys because they got the real stuff and this is amazing so that's powerful so the other thing that you were talking about yeah, we have I've, a repeat purchase ratio of almost almost 50 percent when i was in an analysis like people who bought bought twice i think is 50 percent, and we have 27 percent of customers about three or more times that's crazy that's crazy i mean that yeah. speaks about the power of your brand the power of the trust relationship So, okay, so you've got that. So we've got that, and I think that's very powerful. Another thing that you said that I, I'd like to unpack is you were really talking about the importance of continuing to innovate, the importance of not staying stale, right? Because the business, as you said, in the 90s was in the pioneering stages, but it needed to be changed. When the NHL decided they were going to take over, you know, the, 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 the auction that you did with the Calgary Flames for themselves, you said, okay, good for you. Now we're doing the easel program and they couldn't take that easel program away from you. You that easel program was something that you put out there that made a big difference for the charities involved, made a big difference for the 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 brand partners that you have in place. And, and frankly, I think your easel program, what's what's brilliant about it is that because it's such a powerful innovation and now that the world's opening up and there's so many people hungry to be out there. You've got 400 places with the easel program. I think you could turn that into 4,000 pretty quickly. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, there is easel competition. There's very little competition in the, in the U.S., so we're looking at expanding it to the U.S. We're going some negotiations um, on those lines. Um, having Hard and Stroke as a partner, like Hard and Stroke, the, the beauty of Hard and Stroke is they're exclusive to us. We're not exclusive to them, meaning they will not. They are not allowed to use any other company for easels except us, but we can use whoever we want, charities representing us. Now we focus on hard and stroke because they 
had exclusivity, but it means and be better when the charity supports the local hospital in a small town that's a small town of only a handful of people. Um, but what really helps us with the easel program, which is different, I have people who work for other easel programs come to work for us, is I am a computer programmer by education. Um, I was programming at five and six years old. I always had a computer. My dad always made sure we had a computer at home. So that got me into all this, this stuff. And, and I have a good friend of mine, um, Max, who's, who built and sold a software company to Autodesk. And he's built another company. And he's my CTO and, and consultant who's built this software. So we have an amazing, robust proprietary software where I can go on my phone and I can see on a map my easels across Canada. I can click into it. I can see what bids have occurred on it this week, what product is on it, what was there last week, what was there the week before, how much money that easel has generated for us, so it's viable to continue. And what that does is, is, is we have we can really control what's going on with the easels and the bids. Um, we create virtual locations that don't actually exist anywhere using the same concept, which you can only bid online and through Facebook. There's 20 or 30 virtual locations, which allow you to, that they don't exist anywhere using the same software. And this allows me to assign a bid to a, to a phone rep. This allows me to send a text to a customer, all automated. Hey, Nikki, you won. Click here to pay for the piece you won. You bid on it. Center Street Deli last week. Hey, Nikki, we still haven't heard from you. Make sure you click. And then if you don't hear that, I've got your phone you up. Hey, Nikki, this is Steve. I saw that you bid last week and, and you won the Tom Brady piece in our, in our charity auction. Great. Oh, I see you like Tom Brady. Do you also like jerseys? And my guys on the phone will also upsell you. You know, we have automation upsell as well, which when you do go to pay for it, it says, here's some nice items that match what you got. And then you can also add to your cards. This has allowed us to be successful, more successful than us that are QR code. You own the phone and scan a QR code to type in your bid. And at the same time, would say, well, here's other easels that have similar products. You can bid on those. And the beauty of this is once COVID hit, a lot of the easels were asked to be removed from locations that were pick up only. And you could only walk in and out or and this, and I said to all these locations, remove the physical bid packs. We still have a pen and a bid pack. So people are old school who want to write their name down. And I said, remove it. And we can use only the touchless bidding. And we added all these signs, touchless, stay safe bidding. So, you know, there's no touching. Everyone was scared to touch each other earlier in the days of COVID or touch a pen that someone else used. So it allowed us, we still lost a lot of locations. The locations went down to less than 100, but it allowed us to keep those. Because other locations it wouldn't have happened that way. A lot of the locations were lost because businesses went out of business and no longer existed. But the people who still existed were happy to keep the easel there because they were touchless easels. So this has really allowed us to, to be successful in the easel program. It also allows fast expansion because we have a new rep in the Niagara region. And, and it all works on the software, although they're physically out there changing like our easel reps will, will drive every two weeks and rotate the easels and rotate the rotate the pictures around the easels and collect the bids and enter the ones in our system that weren't bid by their phones this, this has really allowed us um, a competitive edge in the industry so my other advice in in business which you mentioned always change always change and be ready for what changes but you also have to understand the environment like i don't use social media i use facebook to talk to my friends in costa rica i haven't posted on facebook since um the unfortunate uh, death of kobe bryant when we ran a charity program with his charity and i reposted our ad of a piece we were selling to raise to raise money through 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 a, a big sale of a piece we created and i don't use social media but i have a social media team and we're to be at the, at the forefront of this changing technology and the way the world is changing to be successful in business you can't you can't be a year behind anymore with the speed that IT is changing, right? And the future is people will be buying things. They'll be buying NFTs. They'll be paying in cryptocurrency. Right? They won't be paying in cash. 
cash has become very little. We used to do a lot of cash sale. Now it's, you get cash, you have nothing to do with it once you have it. <laughs> I prefer people, if they want a deal, I say, you have a payment cryptocurrency. I prefer cryptocurrency than cash these days. Right. So it's, it's, it's a change and you have to be on the forefront of these change, changes to be in business and in, in industry or you're just going to be left behind. Honestly, it's very, very true. Uh, in, in my uh, humble opinion right now, we are in a stage where um, people are people are looking for ways not to be tied into the government. I mean, look at what happened in Canada. OK, in the last couple of months, we had a bunch of peaceful uh, truckers, you know, salt of the earth people, the people who move all the goods that we depend on, protesting in front of Parliament Hill and saying, hey, we want you to remove the mask mandates. Come come meet with us, Mr. Prime Minister. He not only refused to meet with them, he called them vile names. He acted toward them. According to Bill Maher, he spoke to them the way Hitler would speak about uh, the minorities that he was against, including the Jewish people. So it's pretty vile and disgusting. He sent his um, his troops and his police to actually go crack heads there was a 70 year old woman with a walker that the government uh troops uh, had a like it was a police fellow on a one-ton horse who ran over her and hurt her i mean it was disgusting to see that and people are going okay the government's trying to take away our money they have the right right now through this ridiculous law to go and seize our bank accounts we need to be able to protect our assets elsewhere. So crypto is going to be rising faster than ever. And in my opinion, um, it's very smart to be on the forefront of that. And it's very smart for you to say, we're going to accept cryptocurrency as payment. And in, in, in my opinion, more and more people are going to do that. I had my first crypto customer last year. And this year, frankly, we want to, we want to get more people to pay us in crypto. Yeah, we've accepted crypto for a while through the website, but it's a, it's an intermediate way to pay. It just pays and converts into our bank account. I'm actually going to integrate the pay right into our crypto wallets. Um, but on that note as well, and, and we've seen this in, in again, not to keep referencing COVID because I'm sick of talking about it, but the reality of people have been stuck at home. A lot of people have been stuck at home for the last couple of years. And it was great for us. We were a business that succeeded in 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 this year's. Our, our 2020 was a little less than 2019. And 2021, we blew all our numbers out of the water. We're on pace to have our, by far our best year. We're going to be 30 percent ahead of 2021 this year is what the projections are showing um collectibles in general again those in the industry have seen the cards that were worth fifty thousand dollars were selling for three and four hundred thousand and cards went for millions of dollars so in a time when people are not confident in the stock market and not confident in the monetary system they move their money to collectibles this always happens so this has been great for us because another way just to store your money is store your money in collectibles I, I work with hockey players such as Bobby Orr and Gila Fleur and Bobby Hall. But I, you know, I always say, well, we'll do another Bobby Orr signing and I'll just buy a bunch of autographed memorabilia and I'll put it on the shelf because it's like having money in the bank. And that's physical product I have on the shelf and it's not in the bank. There you go. It's, it's, it's funny when working with, yeah, I'm working with traditional banks and trying to present my business to them. They always, well, your inventory is worth you know, 10% of what it is. I said, no, I have an appreciating inventory. Like the, the reality is all these, Hockey players, I, I I love and I've worked with for years. They give me a successful business, but you know we lost Johnny Bauer a couple of years ago. So my Johnny Bauer collection of four thousand autographs doubled in value overnight. You know my Bobby Hall collection is going into the tens of thousands of autographs that we hold in inventory. I love Bobby. I wish him all the best. But when you know Bobby's, you've met Bobby. He's always, hey Ryan, you know when I kick the bucket, you're gonna make millions of dollars with everything I've signed for you. So it's a joke, but the reality is, 
in my industry, like I work with the older legend players where they're not around anymore. You know, I watched Maurice Richard jerseys when we lost Maurice Richard in the year 2000. We have done more work with Richard than anyone. We had 3,000 autographs. I'm down to about less than 20 in our, our, our inventory. And his jerseys were selling for a thousand when he passed away. The last Richard jerseys I sold went for six and seven thousand. I, I won't take less than four thousand wholesale. So that, that, that's what's gone. That's what goes on in my industry. And exactly what you said, it's, it's an, an interesting way to store money and to store things with value. I've had a few of um, our friends and our group say, "Hey, can I buy boxes of, of Stein stuff for you? Just pick on the shelf." Yeah, we can work something out because they, they see that they're going to store money. Yeah, you know what? That's a great idea. I should do that too. Um, yeah. I think it, I think it's cool. That could be a really cool event. You know, I'm, not, I'm thinking about it. A business event with a couple of legends in there. We could charge some good gate money to get people through the door, and then have this conversation. You you're going to be one of the speakers, Ryan. I'm going to interview you, and we're going to talk about the the entire event's going to be about. How, how to increase your your uh, your net worth and protect your holdings in these times. And this is, we're going to talk about sports memorabilia as a place to hold money. And that's going to help us sell a ton. I'm telling you, Ryan, we're going to make a million dollars in sales in that event. Let's go do it, bro. <laughs> that's, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Pretty cool stuff, brother. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll set up a time to have a conversation about that when you and I are done with the interview. But I got to tell you, I, I think your, your thought leadership is that you understand the value of branding and personal branding. You understand the value of innovation and coming up with interesting things that help people. So nostalgia, that's a powerful message for you, powerful brand for you. And yeah, that's one of my superpowers is I help people develop this kind of thinking. But the other message that you have is protect your assets, protect your wealth in times of volatility and uncertainty. And Ryan, you would agree with me, we're living in times of major volatility and uncertainty right now. I mean, a so-called democratically elected leader of Canada is having horses trampling his people. Russia has invaded Ukraine and that's distracted everybody from the fact that our own leaders over here are trying to take our freedoms away. So we got a lot of volatility. And I think your message is a dual message, nostalgia. Let's get you back to that time in your past that you love and let's have those bittersweet twinges in your heart be activated but let's also protect your wealth let's also protect your assets and protect your family collectibles are powerful just like gold just like silver just like crypto and you know ryan i'm, I'm the more i think about this the more i'm interested in having this us not just do this event but also talk about how we can do some other things in this in this space. The the dual messaging of this I think is very very powerful. And you know, next time you have Bobby Hall up here, next time you have Bobby or up here, get a whole bunch of stuff signed. We bring him to events and we talk about guys. These guys are still around, but they're not going to be around forever. When they're not around, every single one of these cards and jerseys that you buy is going to instantly minimum double, if not triple or quadruple in value. And that's how we'll get people to buy. I love it. I, I think it's really, really terrific stuff. Bobby's up end, end of May. I think June, the June 2nd, 3rd weekend, he's in town. So just mark that down. We can, we can plan something. Let's do our event like around that. then. Let's talk. Let's even have a call with Bobby yeah. if he's, I mean, I know Bobby likes me and I like Bobby. So maybe we can do an event all around that. Let's do it. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. And I, I want to organize yeah. it so you sell the most you've ever sold at any event in history by a country mile. And I wanted to, to also help us 
uh, in what we're trying to do to get people to wake up. <laughs> you got to protect yourself. You got to protect your income and you got to do things that are going to help you be successful, be around successful people. So I think it's going to be really, really great, Ryan. I love it. I love it. Well, I love the, it. I love it. To protect yourself is, is don't wait till the time is when you need to protect. I, I've been collecting physical gold, silver for years, collectibles for years. And, you know, and, and it's like, and people said, well, you know, with all that gold. And now people look at me, and go, yeah, you were really smart to do that. Look at the, what the world's at right now. And, and the idea is, you know, you do it, you know, what is it? Ne- never ask for a loan when you need it. Ask for your increase in your credit because then that's when people want to give you economic down, downturns and times. You, you need to, to, to stash these things away when you don't, don't need it. And then, and then you'll have it when it's needed or when possibly. Now, let's hope the world gets back on track and none of this is needed. But, you know, you never know what the future holds. You don't. You don't. And you need to protect yourself. In uncertain times, you need to protect yourself and you protect your wealth. You need to make sure that the income that you're bringing in is strong, but what you have is protected, protected, protected. I think it's brilliant. I'm, I'm excited to um, I'm excited to continue this conversation with you at, at events. I'm excited to uh, continue to find cool ways for us to do things together. So, so Ryan, folks are looking to purchase some of these wonderful things that you offer. What's what's the best way for them to do this? Yeah, go to autographauthentic.com or careerjerseys.com. It all goes to our website. It goes to the same website, right? Um, we'll give out a we'll give out a, a discount code. I'm going to call it Nikki fifty. So I'm going to get fifty percent off our website price, right? Um, we'll probably run that code where I'll make it valid until let's say May first. Perfect. We'll make that code valid until so it'll be Nikki Nikki fifty. That's what we'll call it. So N I C K Y five zero. I love it. And that'll be the code. I'll have. All of my staff put that into works today. That'd be great. Yeah, and that's 50% off our website, which is, which is buying like at wholesale. The only other way to get 50% off our website is win is winning the McDonald's monopoly contest and you get the 50% nice. codes. So man, this to, is this pretty awesome. You have to eat McDonald's 64, to eat McDonald's 64 <laughs> times to get that. I didn't know. So, Oh Jesus. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> really know, awesome. I don't know. A lot of people want to eat McDonald's 64 times to earn 50% off. Yeah. The website. I know I <laughs> well, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, there'll be, there'll be people who'll do it. <laughs> you, you watch. <laughs> Oh, so, there's a lot of people who do it. There, there's a lot of people who do it. It's apparently 35,000 people that do it <laughs> in the fall. That's awesome. So, so, Ryan, we're going to end off the episode by asking you for your, your top three expert action steps. These are your three best succinct pieces of advice for people to improve their life, improve their business. What do you say? Uh, a really, really simple one. The words later and tomorrow, get rid of them. Later is always later. Tomorrow is always tomorrow. Act now. It's now. Don't make excuses. Act now and push. Um, I've enjoyed less work now, but when I was rebuilding this business, I fell asleep at four and five in the morning on my computer every day and woke up at seven and went back to working on it. So there's no later tomorrow. There's act now. You can put the time in if you want to be successful. Work hard now. Play hard later. Um, I did a, I did a presentation at another one. I did a presentation at York University years ago to their sports uh, marketing department as an entrepreneur. I had I had a, the younger kids there in school ask me, and I said, "Well, in, in the entrepreneurial world, you're all young guys and, and girls, and you, you you play video games. Cover the dollar symbol. Money is just points. Don't don't let it." Don't look at it in another way. Color the dollar symbol. It's points in a video game. And all you want to do is earn more points. Right? There's this, this psychological fear factor that people have with money. Just remove the dollar sign. It's points. It's points. I like that. And that's all it really is. 
Yeah, it's points, and you win the video game for getting the most points. And another thing is 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 um, be nice, honest, and treat everyone the same. I referred to this this earlier. If you're a customer of mine, and you're worth ten million dollars, you're a customer of mine, and you're worth ten dollars. We treat you all equally. And I I learned that from my good friend Bobby Hall, who who. As I said, he sits there and he speaks to everyone and everyone to him is the same. It doesn't matter if they're a superstar hockey player or they're the, the, the caretaker who's cleaning the bathrooms at the restaurant. Everyone is a human being and treat them the same. And that'll help you. You know, you're nice to people. Nice things will come back to you. Yeah, those are three awesome expert action steps. I love act now. Money's just like points in the video came and be nice be honest and treat everyone the same. So I tell you, Ryan, I really enjoyed this uh, conversation. It's been a long time coming. Thanks for taking the time to make it happen while you're with your parents in sunny Florida. Yeah. Thank you. I said earlier in the conversation, it was a surprise. I thought we were just going <laughs> to plan this. You said, no, no, I got so I got to go put a shirt on. I was like, it's like, <laughs> I know it was great. Eh? That Yo. was awesome. Thanks. Nikki. Yeah. My pleasure. So listener, Ryan Lewis is the real deal. Autograph authentic. Uh, .com, careerjersey.com is where you can go and buy some of his products. I highly recommend that you do that, okay? Uh, take advantage of this offer. You want to protect your wealth in this volatile age. It's very important. And if you're a sports fan, God, this is a great way to get in touch with the awesome nostalgia of your youth. So make sure you take advantage of those. And go to the website for thought, the thoughtleaderrevolution.com. We're going to have the Nikki 50 code over there. We're going to have other things there that you can get in terms of lessons. If you want to get in touch with, you know, Autograph Authentic, that's the way to do it. Or you can go to wherever you listen to the podcast, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible. Make sure that you do that. And here's the other thing. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with somebody who needs to hear the message. Share it with somebody who's a sports fan. Share it with somebody who's a collector. Share it with somebody who just needs a pick-me-up today in this crazy time that we live in. Just make sure you're not stingy and you don't hold all this goodness to yourself. You got to be a giver. Be a giver. Don't just be a taker. And the way you're a giver is you share the message with other people. All right. Until next time, you know what? We're going to say sayonara, arrivederci, goodbye. And Ryan, my brother, thanks so much for being on the show. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Thought Leader Revolution podcast. To find out more about today's incredible guest, the one and only Ryan Lewis, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com or wherever you listen to this episode, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible, Google Play, iTunes. And until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. 